of lyrics would you make up for this? <laughs> Welcome to the Movie Theater Time Machine Podcast. I'm your announcer, Max. Hey, today we got a fun one for you folks. We got Herbie the Love Bug from 1968. Come on, make up lyrics, Max. Herbie the Love Bug here stars Dean Jones, Michelle Lee, David Tom, David Tomlinson, and Buddy Hackett. They don't even rhyme. Those aren't lyrics. They don't rhyme. Find a bug and go. He's gonna find some love, you know. And then you know he's gonna. <laughs> I'm sorry, I asked. <laughs> yeah. Well, this one here, you're going to turn over to Kaz and Nick, and we're going to have yourself a grand old time, and you'll have a fun time, too. And now, you've never heard this podcast before. We have a movie theater time machine where we send people from the year the movie was released over here, and we send them back later. <laughs> hey, you have a fun one for your folks. Let's turn over to Kaz and Nick, and we'll see y'all later. He's a car that pees oil on bad guys and likes to poop things. <laughs> I don't know. I'm lazy. I, this is my go-to joke. Oh, <laughs> that car uh, so much God. oil. It, it just made me think of those 90s uh, animal but, buddy animal kind of film. Not, I don't mean the buddies would. films with the dogs, but I just mean, yeah. you know, the animal likes to pee on the bad guy's foot yeah. kind of thing. True, true. Oh, here's Nudge. She, she's oh. our love bug. Hello, Nana. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, so I'm back again. I'm Nick. I'm Kaz. Uh, this is this. Thanks, Max. You saw this one. This is definitely a fun one. Our first Disney film. Oh, really? Yeah, first time we've ever done yeah. one. Of, like, I'm gonna get it right out front. I freaking. Oh, Nudge, don't get out of here. Cat like typing detected. I love this movie. Yeah, Nudge just stepped on the control for a second. But so she was, didn't stop the recording. Yeah, so we're, uh, I'm going to get it out of the way. I absolutely love this movie. I, I, I thought this was this was great fun. Uh, Bob could not join us, but he um, created a list for this. The Wacky uh, Race Month. Yeah, for that. And, dude, freaking great pick. I, he knew he'd like it. I, I I thought this was hysterical. This was great. This was it's, so well done. It's basically a live-action cartoon, and yeah. if you watch it, you'll be thinking, hey, I've seen those antics in cartoons many times yeah. before when there's races, like bad guys moving an obstacle in the road. Yeah, and Bob knows how thing. much <laughs> Bob knows how much I love old Looney Tunes and how much I love all, I love old cartoons in general, so... Uh, this would this just set me right at home. Uh, this was this was so much fun. Uh, hell, what did you think? Yeah, I thought it was cute. Ah, uh, God, I, I would I want to own this movie. <laughs> and I liked how uh oh what was Tennessee? He's yeah. He's talking like he's a modern person. Yeah. About technology getting a mind of its own and shit. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, this movie is like super old, but yeah. <laughs> just substitute it with computers and still the same shit with traffic lights you know right. mean traffic lights that want to just stop you <laughs> yeah that was a funny <laughs> scene here <laughs> it went me way two seconds longer and i know it was there I, I counted it, I swear. I counted it. Oh my. We, we fill the computers with all the machines with all the information and they'll Take over the world, basically. <laughs> well, he didn't say it that way, but... Oh, man. This... An AI apocalypse. He's like, humans had their chance. Oh, God. Well, I mean, it was definitely a success. There is so much good about this. 
And there were a bunch um, of sequels, apparently. I oh, yeah. Googled it. And, oh, there was a Horace the Hate Bug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my fucking God. But go figure, you know. I mean, of course, this would be like in 1968 money, uh, they spent $5 million on the budget. <laughs> Wow. And it earned $51,264,000 overall. And, oh, man, I, this was, this is great. One of Disney's first, uh, first um, big attempts at doing some live action, at least in that era. Um, it's not the very first by far, but um, you see some good things that are terrible. Like, you got David Tomlinson... Um, coming back here. I mean, he did a few Disney things before. I mean, he was in Mary Poppins. It was Mr. Banks. And I mean, this is so good. I just wanted to, I just wanted my eyeballs, just wanted to mutate his face into Harvey Corman. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, he just yeah. kind of looked like him a little bit, but if he was yeah. a but, crossed with a butler, he was bit by a radioactive butler. Oh yeah. You said that right away too. <laughs> I mean, it's. Mustache maybe. Yeah, he was so bloody good. He was so good. Uh, everything about this was great. I I'm just gonna get it right off the right off the bat. Oh man, why don't we jump on into this one, right? Okay. All right. Thought we already did. Kinda. Well, well, we kind of did here, but when we start, we'll walk through this movie and let's uh, let's get a guest going. Okay. All right. So I'll get this set up. Well, while you do that, apparently. Uh, it was a 1997 made-for-TV movie, I guess. Oh, yes, a remake, and they put an evil... Uh, the evil twin Horace the Hate Bug. <laughs> they, they came up with that. Wait, who was... Horace the Hate Bug. Hey, <laughs> uh, before we get into that, too, uh, we got to go ahead and just give a shout-out to a sponsor. Sponsor! So... Um, if you want, if you want to go ahead and have a good race, you got to have the right fuel and you got to have the right gas and oil. And you know but what? People can't chug oil. Right. And um, <laughs> if you want the right, if you want the right fuel in yourself, if you're working out, I am a personal trainer. Um, what you got to do is you got to have the right protein, the right supplements. And you know what, folks? Um, you can have the right diet. You can eat all the right foods, but we don't eat farm to table anymore. And you need to have supplements in your life and in your diet. And what, what I do is I go down to uh, Ultimate Health and Nutrition. They're on Pleasant Street and Fall River. They're great guys. Steve and Craig, they know pretty much everything and anything there is about supplement diets and anything that you would need to know. Uh, protein drinks, fat burners, fuel, anything that you would possibly want, they'll go ahead and get it for you. There are proud sponsors this month, and we don't want to let them down. They're freaking wonderful people. Go check them out. All right. So, why don't we go ahead and just get a guest in here, shall we? Okay. Do, 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 do. Damn it. <laughs> that song let me gets try stuck that in again your head. here. All right, it's a little bit off there again. Let me try it now. Maybe our computer is a, a love <laughs> something. I don't want the internet. It's a love machine. I don't want the internet being a love machine. <laughs> uh, it'll work for nobody but you. Uh, uh, let's try it here. Let's try it again. Oh, <coughs> you smell exhaust. I'm named Fancher. Ah! 
Talking car! Talking car! Now, ma'am, we ain't gonna see nothing about that day, right? Oh, my God. How, how are we gonna get the skid marks out of the... the I tell you about skid marks. I do apologize oh. about that one right there, Donation. Oh, my God. How are we fitting this? How are we... Uh, oh, man. Where am I there? Ah, sir, you're actually a part of the Movie Theater Time Machine podcast. You have, uh... Just recently seen the movie Herbie the Love Bug. Oh yes, I am not scrubbing this carpet. Fine thing right there. You, you, before you leave, I don't care if you have tires. You're somehow going. I'm gonna. You're gonna strap tires. I mean towels to your tires and scrub those stains out of that carpet because we rent this place. Well, ma'am, I do apologize for that. Oh my yes. Yeah. All right, well, I done, I done what I can do for that, and no, you, you, no, I'll do what I can for that, and, and, and towels. That might work. Some soap. I got soap. We got soap. Yeah, yeah. Well, but let's not bore the people with yeah, cleaning no, no, tips. No, no, no. Let We're us, not gonna do that one. Yeah. Now, now, sir, you just recently saw the movie Herbie the Love a, Bug. Presumably you know, at a drive-in. Yes, yeah, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> Well, the popcorn was kind of stale right there, but I tell you, they got all the stuff you can glug. Uh, I don't that, think you should be right. putting that in your tank. Won't it make you kind of fart like Herbie was farting? Hey, did here, like, I tell you, my... stuff. <laughs> it did. When it greased my chassis, my axle rose, I tell you that much. Is that, is that sex? Cars have sex? I don't know. I think that's sex. Everything is sex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. Well, how'd you enjoy the movie? Ah, say, it was some fun stuff. Now, where am I now? Were people, like, well, boning in you? Because <laughs> what's with all the kinds of people making out in cars and movies? <laughs> Even in this movie, Herbie was bringing them to the, I don't know, whatever their make-out point was called. Innuendo Lane? <laughs> Innuendo Isle? <laughs> well, sure, Steph. I didn't. I tell you, unlike Pleasantville, I didn't just go there to hold hands, I bet. <laughs> so, I think the car wanted to watch. No, the car wanted you. In, the car is like, I want you inside me. Yeah, I was just going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> People jokes. I don't know if cars have sex. Do cars have sex? Where do baby cars come from? Every once in a while, I gotta go ahead get a lube job every now and then, if you know what I mean. Oh, God. It's sexual. Oh. Well, see what we need to do. Well, yeah, okay, so we're just gonna go ahead and explain this here, you know, that you're a part of the Movie Theater Time Machine podcast. We're gonna go ahead and go through the movie. And, um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll have some fun with that. And uh, you jump in, give your opinion. And by the way, you're in the year 2018, but we're not going to talk anything more about that. Oh, yeah, I keep forgetting the year when you say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, actually, the last episode, I forgot about it, too. All right, so why don't we jump on into all this? Yeah, no, 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 damn it, that song. Yeah. That song it? will get stuck in your head forever. Yeah. Well, let's see. So, uh, it's the year 1968. We have uh, Jim Douglas, down on his luck, race car driver. He's in a demo derby against drivers half his age. Again, I want to know who is letting their teenagers participate <laughs> in car smashing up. I mean, I could see a regular race, but purposely smashing cars? That seems pretty unsafe. This yeah. seems like the wacky sequel to uh, uh, that last week's movie. It is, yeah, definitely. 
Definitely. Except, I mean, yeah. You know, well, a car gets murdered, but yeah. Well, it starts out. Well, um, it starts out right at the very beginning. We have um, <laughs> we have basically it's a bunch of bugs all slamming into each other. That and it's seems like really morbid. A bu- it's a bug souffle, really. Ew. Um, but it's just your waiter. Gym. Waiter, there's a bug in my movie. <laughs> but it's um yeah jim lives in an old firehouse overlooking san francisco bay with his buddy tennessee a jolly brooklynite who just constantly extols the virtues of enlightenment having spent time amongst buddhist monks in tibet and he also uh, butchered his edsel or something and welded it into a sculpture yeah so he's like a cross between what Dean from uh, Iron Giant and, um, what, <laughs> Costello? Lou Costello? Costello. Definitely Costello, <laughs> yeah. He looks like him, yeah. and you had an interesting Yeah, and actually, yeah, thing. it's true, because I just, I looked this up, but it was played by the actor Buddy Hackett. I've heard and, that name. Yeah, Buddy Hackett, who was in a lot... Did he lo- hack it? He was, in, he was in a lot of, um, random, uh, did a lot of random voiceovers for cartoons, and... Oh, huh. apparently my co-star is leaving me. But oh, I'm getting something to drink. Okay. Um, but Buddy Hackett was in uh, in the seventies. Was in a uh, he was in a, a a TV movie called Bud and Lou with one of the show favorites, Harvey Corman. <sighs> I tell you, that guy is some kind of treasure right there. Yes, he absolutely is, sir. He absolutely is. Mm. Um, but I tell you, he um. If you've listened to this show for a while, you know I'm a huge fan of Harvey Corman. I mean, this guy looking like but looking like Lou Costello anyway. I mean, it's it's got to be absolutely amazing, and we're gonna we gotta look that up when we're done here. <laughs> um, you know, so they um, <laughs> the <laughs> it's one of the best things. It's like you know they're telling him he's like, okay, you can't get into another race that has a crash. And as you mentioned, you know, there was an Edsel that he turned into a sculpture, which is a damn shame. These Edsels are beautiful. I thought Edsels yeah. are the go-to car that catches fire in cartoons and explodes. I dated an Edsel once. What was her name? Edna? <laughs> How'd you know? Just, just a hunch. Do they really, are they hot? Literally, did they catch fire and explode? <laughs> well, she was a hot little number, I tell you that much. <laughs> She was some fine thing until after a while she had to go get towed away. Yeah, we don't need to hear all about her tailpipe. Yeah. <laughs> How do you sex a car anyways? <laughs> but, you know, he, um, Jim's walking down the road and he, go, he walks by this upscale European car show in the middle of San Francisco and there's a sign with a woman behind it saying, can I interest you in these? And her, you see her legs right below the sign and she's finishing the rest of the sign but he's there he's like, hey now, hold on a second. And I'm like, that is absolutely But he goes hysterical. in and he's all like, oh yeah, car. Yeah. Look at that car. Oh man. <laughs> it's just like straight out of cartoons. <laughs> Like a uh, bait and switch it, cartoon joke. Oh, uh, it was great. I mean, what, he. What's with um, old timey people obsessed with legs? I mean, did they start with ankles being sexual and then just <laughs> legs? I don't. I don't see man. the appeal. Well, hell. Everyone knows it's a. Everyone knows it's a suit that's sexy. <laughs> oh, for you, yeah. 
That's true. That's reasonable and not weird at all. Reminds, not like an ankle. It reminds me I need to visit my tailor later. But um, <laughs> I mean, uh, come on, a le- it's not like there's a face on a leg. I mean, if there's a face <laughs> on a leg, then okay, I could see that maybe being of interest. <laughs> but yeah, th- it looks like a rich person's living room, but with cards in it. Yeah. And apparently, uh, Herbie, who has not been named yet, um, is uh, was supposed to be for the maid's transportation. Yeah. Um, is the secretary the one that? Is the love interest in this movie? Yeah, she's Carol Bennett, and I mean she's the car, uh, the uh, sales assistant, and she's the mechanic as well. Hmm. And uh, Jim witnesses the dealership, British owner. His name is Peter Thorndike, who he's unnecessarily abusive towards. He, he's just the gotta go fast. <laughs> yeah, so he's just there. It's like, oh, I don't want this in my in my area here. Get this out of here. Oh, and he finds out that the our race car driver just kind of wants something small and reliable yeah. and cheap, and he's all like, takes away his booze that he got out of a fancy table, and he's like, nope, nope, get out of here. No, sir, you don't want any of that. He's yeah, not but rich takes and it out of him and then pours it back and then closes everything up. And he didn't put his mouth on that thing. Yeah, I bid you good day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was forced to give back his gobstopper. Yeah, I just really like. I don't know. Maybe this should have. This could have been Harvey Corman at first. Earlier, <laughs> because it just basically it's like his Headley character in Blazing Saddles. It's the mustache, isn't it? Yeah, like he it just he. I don't know. I would just love to see him play this. This would be I so know. cool. But it is the same. And Peter Tomlinson did a really, really good job. And, I mean, he did do Mr. Banks and um, and Mary Poppins. Was he a good so. guy or a bad guy? No, he was not very good. But then he turned good later. Okay, I never saw Mary degree. Poppins. No, I, I have a very, very vague memory of Mary Poppins. That's um, the one where she gets caught in the airplane and shredded, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, wait, that's her cousin, Sherry. <laughs> Those are not singing about doing a half-assed job, anyway. Cut every corner, there'll be more time for play. It's the The American American way. This is valuable future knowledge. We should not be giving the talking... Yeah, no, it's some some kind of fancy song you got going right there. You got good hearing for a car with no ears. Is is it the rear view mirror? Are those your ears? They stick out from the sides. I don't know, I kind of used that every now and then. I'd say, yeah, it could be a rearview mirror. Uh, Never really uh, looked into it. I don't really look behind myself that much. Down Uh, here. Excuse me, man. Oh, God. Herbie comes in, because what is he? I feel like Herbie was, like, maybe originally written as a dog, and then they swapped out dog and put car <laughs> yeah just kind of like it was just like you know my, he just my, wants to see who's the new person i guess yeah my brother-in-law charlie has a story like when he lived in the apartment he lived in before him and my sister met yeah um that he went to a pound and they were just like he was with his mom and he was just looking around and there was this little tiny dog that kept like Aww. they kept bumping him in the back leg and then eventually, like, got around and sat on him. 
and just just like didn't want to let him go and he's like i'm really sorry i can't have you in this apartment i can't do it you know and he just eventually like the thing started following him and then somebody <laughs> from the pound had to grab him and they're like oh okay like and then like i think i think well the good side of the story is he found somebody who was able to take the dog mm. So at least that worked, but it's like, oh man! Like, see, f- but it just reminded yeah. me of that. See, what happens is uh, the guy uh, Thorndike is mad that Herbie nosed his way in, or well, nobody suspects the car is alive. But uh, he's kicks the car, and um, uh, crap! I keep forgetting what's his name. The main character. Who? The race car driver. What's oh, his name? Jim. Jim. Okay. I, I could I just kept seeing a cross between Scott Bakula and Dexter and I'm like, does he use a car to kill other evil cars like <laughs> roaming Christine's? Yeah. He goes kill some Christine's. <laughs> yeah, but then you know he follow he follows him home like yeah. even as you know Jim takes the trolley home. Yeah, you know, he just follows. keeps doing that. And then a, the most polite cop ever. Yeah, shall we go now, please? Arrests him, sort of. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, that guy was so nice. He just there. He's like, can we please just go, sir? Like back in my day, it was something like that where. You'd have the Barney Fife looking dude. I wanted to see Barney Fife. Just looking and be like, Oh, please, can you just go ahead and do that for me? Could I just get in the car and could take it downtown? I see. That was actually a really good impression. Of Max. (laughs) What the hell? You think that was me? Mm, mm, You're too squeaky. Never mind. But yeah, yeah, Barney Fife. I think Barney Fife would have been more aggressive. He would have been trying yeah. to puff himself up rather than just be. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 you're I, talking to Johnny Law right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this guy was just all like, "Please come with me," and not even saying, "I'm arresting you." He's just all like, "Oh, shall we'll we talk go, sir? Me. Shall we go?" I would like to know how that car got there too. Yeah. So, yeah. So somehow, <laughs> this turns into a a deal. Yeah. A lease or something? Yeah, basically, they're like, well, he'll buy the car, and then we'll go ahead, and, you know, we drop the charges, and he'll just buy the car from him. Well, I'm being swindled. No, you're going to buy the car. Okay, fine. Yeah, and Jim then, gets money problems. Yeah, and then we find that, um, you know, Jim thinks that he conned him, because as uh, they're going down, he's going down the road and driving home, he's like, oh, okay, I have a new car now. Okay, fine. Which I really wish that my dad was here for this episode yeah you know because like he would have seen this and he would have been all over it because he had a few bugs in his he, time he must have seen it oh oh god he he had he had to i mean he probably thought this was cheesy as hell but i think he he could probably add so much to it but i could he um anyways so you know this is this because there's a scene like where he's driving out he's about to get on the road and uh, on the, the highway and then Herbie freaks out and just basically backpedals all the way back to the dealership. The car that's afraid of driving, <laughs> sort of, which doesn't make sense because he's all super fast racer. So why would he be afraid of, wouldn't he want to go on the highway? But then you see there's a motive behind this. Oh, because he knows that, that um, Jim kind of likes uh, Carol or something. Yeah. So Carol is about to go on a dinner date, you know, and they say, and he comes back. He says, "This car's haunted. I want to put this car. I want to bring this car back." He didn't say haunted. He was, he's the, 
one of the people that's all like, oh, that that's a ridiculous idea. Uh, yeah. This is, it's just, um, you know. Just an automobile. It's just a car malfunction. Well, say you, he wanted to have some kind of automobile that he just wanted to likely do something like that. Wait. He just wanted to have some kind of hunk of junk, dude, just to make his things. He's the big old driver. Yeah, he um, yeah, you're right, he regained yeah. his confidence in his yeah. driving profession because yeah. he didn't want to just stay in demo derbies with teens and stuff. He wanted to be like a big professional race car, you know, win big money kind of thing, I think. Yeah, yeah, and do that on his own because he's been doing anything like he's... You have 18, 19-year-olds. They said earlier that he's past his prime, so you figured he's probably in his 30s or so, possibly somewhere, you know, right around our age. So, I mean, if he's that if he's that high up there and he's like, oh, well, it's like I'm back in my heyday again. I'm the greatest of all time. You know, and then, you know, he's like, oh, I'm good, I'm great, but... Tennessee you know, becomes the car whisperer. Yeah. Because well, they have that fun conversation. Well, we got to, but the, um, before we go too far with that, though, um, we got to explain is that Carol, uh, she gets in the car and tries to show that it's not that bad, it's just a normal car. Mm. Don't worry about it, we'll take it around the block, I won't be, I won't be more than a moment. Um, but Herbie has other plans. He kidnaps them. Yeah, <laughs> takes them to uh, takes them to a burger joint. One of those drive-in places. <laughs> the waitress was funny. She was surly, but she was dressed up like two decades too young. She reminded me of Doris from The Critic. <laughs> <laughs> Just, come on, we ain't gonna. Was like, Did she have pigtails too? I think for so. Yeah. Work uniform and wearing yeah. hot pink. So like. Yeah. Uh, Come on, we're not the classiest joint in the world, but you might as well go to the makeout point. Get back in your seat. <laughs> oh, the car won't let them out. And yeah. and even uh, Carol's like, let me out, I'm a prisoner. But only two hippies see her, and they're like, we're all we're prisoners. We're all prisoners here, man. <laughs> and then, and then, Don't worry, man. Man, she's weird. <laughs> weird here, Grenovie. <laughs> There's a lot of hippie bashing in this movie. I don't know if it's bashing so much as friendly ribbing. <laughs> yeah, but it's just, I don't know whether it's... Would it it's, work with hipster jokes? I think so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <coughs> <laughs> it's like a modern-day hipster answering that. Oh, yeah, you know, I'm a prisoner. All prisoners are our phones, man. <laughs> it could work. Uh, maybe? I don't know. Were there any... Were there hipsters or hippies in that remake from... <laughs> 2005 before Lohan had her meltdown I don't know I never saw that one either I don't don't know that would have been funny but um yeah then they they go to make out point oh the car takes him to make out point because he wants them inside him (laughs) because he's a perv mobile (laughs) pimp my ride has a new meaning (laughs) oh you don't know what that is but do you do you have a name or do people just be like hey car or is it like you make a model? Well, you can call. Well, yeah, you can just call me car. That's just fine. But then you'd start calling us human, and that would be kind of weird. Well, I am a Corvette, so you can just call me here, call me flat top or something, or open top if you want. That sounds like a sandwich. Hey, open face. Okay, do all cars secretly talk? Because cars never talk to me. 
Do you have to be a special car with... Wait, you're, I can hear you now. Are you some kind of future car? I don't know, ma'am. I just... No, hell. No. <laughs> Mad Science Mobile? <laughs> no. Barry Armstrong Reagan. Otherwise known as Barr. Your name is Barr? Barr. Did you just decide, pull that out of your tailpipe just now to appease me? I just lift up, do that, turn the head up. <laughs> Excuse me very much, ma'am. I was glad to hear... Herbie didn't beep until later in the movie. And I I was like, I wanted to hear a beep. And I was not disappointed by that beep. It sounded exactly what a beep should sound like coming from that car. (laughs) Uh, Do do different cars have different accents? (laughs) Oh, no. I'm sorry, what? Do cars have different accents? Or do they all go beep, beep? Well, that's... Oh, that's probably racist, isn't it? Well, no, he could have different <laughs> accents. Like, if you're actually from built out in southern New York, but then someone owns you down south, you might go ahead and adapt a little southern accent if you possibly want to. Does it come out the grill? Well, yeah. Oh, we wait, have some guys over there that's... that have the grills there that are gold. Ah! What does that look like? It's the right flavor that has to happen. Oh, yeah, really? Okay, fine. So, anyways, back on... I yes. wasn't a dinner date with uh, uh, Thornback? Cal. Yeah, yeah, that did, why didn't was happen. She, why was she having a dinner date with her boss? Was he having a crush on her, or was it just like, we have a meeting? It probably was just, you know, a random meeting. I don't think, I think it, was it was really... like a car, any, yeah. too. I saw, like, a yeah. little table set up. Yeah. In the in a limo kind of car. Kind of, yeah. But I think he also had um, um, he also had some uh, some interest possibly, but um, I think you know they were just doing random. They were just doing regular business. Mm. But obviously, you know, Herbie saw something, so and you know, they tried to be able to bring it together because the next one, a few scenes later. Uh, Herbie is, uh, they're racing, and then, you know, she sees that he's driving, and, you know, uh, Carol is just like, wow, he does drive, he did very well, but Thorndike doesn't like that very much, because it turns well, out he's a racer, too. Yeah, you, you might say he's a, a racer head. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> but, um, yeah, <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say. Oh, no, but he, um, so he challenges him. He says, look, you have 23 payments left on this car. And basically they agree to a deal. They said, well, if I race you and I win, I get this car. Yeah, he saw how fast it was. So then he suddenly wants the car back. Yeah. So, but if you, if, if you win, hey, all payments are off. No problem. Karma. So they they race and Thorndike loses. Jim wins, but he doesn't know what Herbie's doing. Yeah, so because Jim. the car whisperer Tennessee was just like, "Hey, <laughs> let him keep thinking it's him doing yeah. it. Take it easy." Yeah, go ahead and be a pal. <laughs> do that. Dummy up a little bit, why don't you? I like when he catches the car having play playing with the dogs. <laughs> like there's a dog in the driver's seat, I think, and he's just <laughs> rolling around with a pack of random stray dogs. It's just cute. playing. Yeah. Aw. Just playing, having a good old time. So I mean, over the next few months, they become the toast of the California circuit. Well, Thorndike suffers increasing defeats. He finally oh, snaps and persuades Carol to go ahead and take Jim out on a date. 
But this was also great as well because Carol's like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. Fine. Like, yes. It already happened anyway, so sure, I'll go. I already agreed to it. Oh, she's a very clever girl. Right there, very loyal employee. And they're just there like, he is such a good Disney villain. Mm. He is so good. Here, so at the time, I don't blame him though. He gets obsessed with hating Herbie, and I think he starts suspecting. He wants to know what the secret of the car is. Why is it so fast? Yeah, and he uses this opportunity to, for a little sabotage. Yeah, imagine, hilarious sabotage. Imagine if Mister Thorndike had had Twitter. <laughs> and just do that, like, oh, can you believe I lost the race? This is Herbie's fault. <laughs> Like, yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I, he must be getting to to use a game term tilted as, tilted as fuck. Cause <laughs> I've gotten tilted easily playing online card games, and I don't know, I do not like that feeling. Yeah. Oh well. He's, he's salty. Then we get to absolutely one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Irish uh, coffee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Herbie gets all fucked up. Yeah, that's definitely true. Uh, you might say he went ahead and had a little bit more under his undercarriage, to tell you that much. No, absolutely, really. You really set Cocaine? the bar on that one. So, hey, bar, it's me. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> um, so we, we should take bar to a bar. <laughs> Who gets a car drunk? Regular alcohol? But isn't there alcohol in gasoline anyway? Like <laughs> reminds ethanol? Me of, <laughs> reminds me of Homer. One for you, two for me. One for you, two for me. <laughs> Car that runs on beer. Uh, here he gets. Awesome. Tennessee gets drunk and like, you know, Thorndike comes over. He's like, well, I want to pay my respects to the car. Isn't this amazing? And he like digs around to try to find it. And for those people who don't know, I mean, uh, you have the new bugs, uh, which have the engines in the front. But this is 1968. The original Beatles... Um, not the new, they were different than the new VW Bugs you see now. Hmm. Um, they had the engines in the backside. <laughs> and I'm not really 100% sure why that happens. I thought that was just like, maybe foreign car thing. Maybe I'm thinking of Australia for some reason. Well, it was a German product, but. Oh, yeah, I know, you know that, but I'm not, I'm not really sure know. why that happened or what happened there, but I actually thought it was pretty cool. I know my dad had a few of them, and maybe he can actually clarify it. But, oh, he had quite a few cars. More, uh, uh, like, more than James Bond had love interests? Oh, very, 164, oh I think, God. is the count. I think was the count. I hope he got full value when he turned those things in, or oh, else he yeah. would have been a bazillionaire, if not for some kind of creepy car addiction. Yeah, no, he had, he turned cars over. I mean, a lot of them he had for parts. So, uh, I mean, you know, so he kind of cheated with that a little, a lot. But, you know, he would keep turning cars over. So Bar must think he's a monster if he... Well, and if he dated around, is he... No, uh, for the parts thing. Well, sometimes you got to put one in the other. And, you know, sometimes <laughs> you got... You know, you, you got a tailpipe that works really well, and you're going to get a new tailpipe well, on. You, but if you have a friend of yours that isn't working that right, you got to help him out. How do you tell if a car is dead? I mean, like, can't be resuscitated dead. Well, you know, usually the mechanics doctor go ahead and figure that out. 
But I, I just don't know what I know today. Do cars feel pain? Because... We feel uh, thirsty. I would say so, because I don't think Herbie liked being kicked that time, but no. he just he straight well, up murders a car. Yeah, Herbie also has more strength, more strength than we realize, too, for a bug. I think but. he's Christine's cousin. <laughs> Christine's um, real high cousin who just well, wants a hug. Yeah, and at this point, though, I mean, as we said, you know, we got the Irish coffee, and, you know, Carol takes Jim out, and then the... Um, they actually start falling for each other, but Thorndike and Tennessee are out back at the shop, and Thorndike keeps to, you know drinking the Irish coffee, and he drinks a little bit of it, and when uh, Tennessee doesn't notice, he's shoving it down the engine. Uh, doesn't sugar just destroy a car engine or something? It can, yeah. It can, yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, that's what... Um, People used to do, supposedly, uh, out in the town of Westport. I only know that from, like, movies or something. Uh, don't talk about what's probably going to be my biggest fear, son. You ain't got sugar around. No, no, actually, no, we're... We don't have a lot of sugar around here, dude. Don't worry. It's we're all getting, in the brownies, and it's mine. Because yeah, first you get the sugar, <laughs> and then you get the money. And, <laughs> and then you get to eat it. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> So the following day of the races, I mean, you get all the, you know, the alcohol, coffee, and the whipped cream down the tank. Next day <laughs> in the races, Herbie's hung over. Um, but, you know, they try to think, you know, he's waving, uh, Tennessee's waving Herbie in to try to figure out what's up. But he is just, tires going all over the place. He just starts slurring and going all over the road and then he spits out of his tailpipe some whipped cream big glob on tennessee's face yeah all the way up there he's like irish coffee yeah he tastes oh my it God. he probably could smell it that it was a food <laughs> thing but i was just it just reminded me of the beginning of this yeah. movie the stuff where some guys <laughs> find like an ominous white substance oozing out of the ground and then they just eat it, eat it and they're like mm, we should sell this stuff and then it takes over people's minds, and it's like, what? Yeah, so the following race is they're hung over here, but Thorndike is in the victory circle for the first time. So the crowd admiring Herbie blows some whipped cream out of his exhaust pipe, covering Thorndike completely. <laughs> oh, man, just reminded me Blow of it out your tailpipe. <laughs> that evening, Carol comes to Jim and helps to, you know, to try to help repair... Uh, see what's going on. Tennessee um, is like all, you know, down there. He's like, oh, he's special. You know, it's nothing worse than an Irish hangover. Uh-huh. Oh, I tell you. But Carol left um, left Thorndike's establishment because of the trick that he pulled. And, you know, she just gets on the... Well, I mean, I think, you know, as you can see through the scene, like, she kind of looked through it, and she's, like, you know, she's getting more and more disgusted as she's watching on the sidelines. Yeah. And plus, they already went on a date, so then I'm like, yeah, she probably was going to leave anyway. You know, and they're just like, well, this guy's a lot better. I'm going to go over here. Um, so, basically... I, I do want to comment. Yeah. I mean, I know... It, you can see the love interest stuff coming a mile away like many movies oh, yeah. but i don't know it, it just ma- it's natural and it makes sense in this movie even though it's it, even though i compare this movie to a cartoon i still think it it didn't seem forced or anything it just no. it made sense she had an interesting cars anyways 
That's yeah. why she was at the job she was at. And uh, Yeah, and also and, there was yeah. the scene earlier where she, um, they were driving, and then he's like, oh, no, he's like, my name's Jim, and she remembers his name, but he's like, well, I don't remember faces, but I remember cars. And, <laughs> yeah. And that she knew about him already. Yeah. So it's like, oh, okay, you know. So they got some comments. Yeah, it, 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 see, you're right, you're right, though. That's so true. there is a lot of cliches, but I didn't mind them. Yeah. It works perfectly. Which I mean. Is, did, does the nostalgia critic ever cover that? How sometimes cliches, some things make them work and some things don't? Like, how that. Possibly? I feel like he might have covered that. Yeah, I, I think I think he did. It's, uh, at some point, I think so. I would like to know sometime. Um, let's see, so where were we here? So, um, alright, so he's gonna sell, um, he agrees at some point to sell the car to Thorndike, because now that it lost, he has another, he has another car with him. Oh, the so car like, well, he I, he's yeah, lusting for. That yeah, poor. he got a brand new Lamborghini 400 GT, and he's like, well, no, we need big and strong cars, we're, we're, we're this is where I need a man's race here, and he kind of withdraws, and then... You know, Carol, Tennessee, are like, what the hell? They, yeah. How, how does Carol come to believe the car that Herbie's alive? Well, I think, you know, she started, she took the, she put the clothes on and then, you know, started to work with, um, started to work with Tennessee and started to see the engine and started to hear the conversations and the stories. And I think she was, she was, she kind of went from there. But Herbie definitely is jealous because Herbie is wrecking the shit out of this thing. They hear the banging and... Yeah, he straight up murders that new car. Yeah. Yeah. Tennessee kind of with that racket out there. I'm not out there. I'm in here. <laughs> oh, yeah. But then, you know, so... Um, I think I'd be a bit afraid of uh, Herbie. Yeah, Thorndike is like, okay, well, I'll pay you $1,500 for that car. Here you go. They're all just no. like... $2,000. Here you go. No. They're just like sitting there like, oh my God, I can't believe we now believe that this car is alive. What yeah. has the world come to? And Jim starts to realize it at that point too, so that's why he doesn't want to give the money. But, you know, they all realize it, but Herbie takes a huff. Aw. Like, like and then you get the... Sad dog. Yeah, but then you get, like, you just want to, I just hear the Lassie theme at that point. But I'm also kind of creeped out Hang that Hang on, don't make me cry, dude. You know, yeah. you're familiar. Do you get to see Lassie often as a car? Like, do you peek in windows? Sometimes I do. Anything interesting? Well, usually some under chassis every now and then. I don't know if that. I don't know if that counts with humans. Well, uh, who knows? But the um, <laughs> but uh, you know, so he refuses the Thorndike. But I love like, the colors in this sequence. Yeah, just kind of like purples and blues and a little bit of oranges. Yeah, but you hear the talk. About you hear the Lassie theme where you know he's just running a Kirby. Yeah, it's like. It's like a boy and his dog, except instead of dog, they put car. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, man. But the um, they're going all around, and, like, Thorndike's goons get the car. Oh, the, and t- the, t- the car catchers are here. Oh, no. Yeah. And he beeps so sadly. So he goes like, through. Beep, beep. Yeah. They get through there. He's like, okay, tear it apart limb from limb. So Herbie gets all freaked out and goes through the store. You think that inspired Ted? Probably. Because it reminded me of that. Like, I know you're alive, but I want to rip you apart to figure out how you work. Kind of thing. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably you, especially the second one where they admitted they ripped off a, you know, that well they ripped off but also gained a lot of inspiration from other movies too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did a lot of shots scene for scene from other movies too. But that, you know, that yeah, yeah, probably was. That's huh, cool. Yeah, that, that oh, good point there. So they go ahead, they get escape, and then he tears through, um, you know, this roadside uh, roadside area in Chinatown. He's uh, Kirby's <laughs> hiding underneath this uh, the you know, in the dragon, dragon in the Chinese New Year parade. But you know, he, he must uh, have been February. But then again, is California warm? Yeah. Oh, it always is. That's San Francisco too, and like the. Um, People say that, you know, the easiest, like, easiest job in the world is to be a San Francisco weatherman. Because huh. all you got to do, like, okay, you know, now it's the weather, Jim. <laughs> What's it going to be? Nice. I want to go there. Back to you. We should go there someday. Oh, absolutely. I've never absolutely. been to California. Absolutely want to check it out, definitely. Um, but the, um, so he's going around there, but then we meet, um... We kind of meet one of the big key players of the final act of the film. Mr. Wu. Mr. Tang Wu. Uh, businessman whose storefront is damaged Did by her. Did he Herbie's... start Wu-Tang Clan? <laughs> I don't know anything about that. I just... Well, I mean, yeah, then again, I think one of his friends was inspired and then created the rap about Oranishi and Kill Bill. Oh, God. Uh, that's off topic, but anyone who's listening, we all listen and look that up. It's god awful, but look it up. It's just weird. Um, but anyways, bad rappers aside, uh, basically his storefront's damaged, and uh, Herbie. Is, How did Herbie get under the dragon thing? Well, without hitting anybody. Mm, but Herbie is still running, and then Jim is still so following him, but. Jim is nearly launched in the water because Herbie almost launches himself off the Golden Gate Bridge. Yeah. You're kind of like one of those things. I mean, I ought to be like, what the fuck? Herbie, the suicidal love bug. And I'm like, wait a minute. I tell you that much, there was one of the most trying scenes. We all know not a dry in the house. I tell you, you ain't not a red-blooded American automobile. I, I thought your blood would... Is your blood oil or antifreeze? We had a boat. So, you got, like, Vulcan blood. It's green. <laughs> well, you, you, your, your radiator would have been running too, ma'am, if you had something like that. But, you know, but anyway, it's like, um... Wu's willing to drop the... the uh, Mr. Wu's willing to drop the charges, but what they do is they make a deal. They point out the car. Thankfully, he uh, likes cars... And yeah. he heard of Herbie and had a picture and everything. Yeah, that he was really good with it. But one of the more interesting things is a callback to, like, you know, where um, Tennessee spent time in Tibet. He's speaking Chinese. And mm-hmm. kind of one of the funny, cute jokes there, you know, where, you know, they're making the deal. He's talking Chinese. And then Jim says, fine. He's the owner of the car, but I race it in El Dorado. He keeps all the money, but if I win, he has to sell Herbie back to me for a dollar. And then Mr. Wu turns and says, now you speak my language <laughs> in clear English. And I'm like, oh, and they all start laughing. And I'm like, okay, like that was funny. Admittedly, I'm like, oh no, it's the 60s and there's <laughs> Chinese people. Oh God, is this 
Is this racist? <laughs> oh, I, I don't. I don't know. I'd... Well, I tell you that much. It's one of those things that just that they just show the differences. Shouldn't be anything about race, there, ma'am. I tell you. I thought you didn't know much about races except for like going real fast. Well, ain't nothing to do with that if you want to have some sort of Hyundai or some Harley Davidson or something. Do, do, Is that what you're talking about? Our, our car races, um, they're makes and models? Could be. Yeah, pretty much. Or, or are they events that participate in? Well, you oh, go out for show, it's something different, but... <laughs> Uh, the, uh, El Dorado, I mean, this is the, really the final act. I can't hear El Dorado without wanting to say it, like in, what was that Beatles song? Where Number some, nine? What, somebody, yeah, somebody just says El Dorado. George Harrison just, did that one, yeah. I just hear that. The Waltusi. The twist. The twist. El Dorado. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the El Dorado Run, which is through the Sierra Nevada mountains from you to, from Yosemite Valley to Virginia City and back. So That's the, a hell of a race. I I have no idea. I assume it is, but it's a multi-day race. Oh, definitely multi-day. I mean, it's all over. I mean, it's, at least there's pit stops so you can pull. Yeah, I mean, it's all over uh, Nevada, and it's all over there to begin with. So it goes from basically all over the map. You know, <laughs> all, all over the map, the entirety of the state. So yeah, it's a couple days, and it's going to be. Um, but you know, they start the race. Thorndike persuades Wu to be able to make a wager with him on the outcome. And, he you know, just wants revenge, I think. Oh, you want to make... Let's make a wager, shall we? Should we go ahead in there? It's like, oh, yes. And just to add a little bit more to his character, were you the one that made the revolution to have that tiny type at the bottom of an automobile contract? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this son of a bitch. I bet the actual oh. inventor of tiny print is so, so mad for not getting credit. <laughs> but that's how much of a villain Thorndike is. He invented fine print. And you just picture this one guy in the movie theater just stands you up and just suck. yeah, he just slams his hat down, and goes no, and just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just picture how cartoony it is. You picture just like there, he's walking out, walking out, wanting to speak to the manager and wanting to know the, the distributor of this film. So just dun 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 dun. <laughs> I invented the tiny type. Tiny type is mine. Tiny, tiny type. type. I invented that. I need to see the distributor because I have someone to sue. <laughs> or what if he just goes up and like, don't, 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 don't. Excuse me, I like to see the manager. I invented the tiny type. And I need to have someone to sue, please. Oh, God. Shoot, that was funny. <laughs> uh, so the, um... Tiny type yeah. adventures. So this whole sequence, I mean, this is just Awesome. I mean, the whole thing of it, you get the, um... You get cartoon They get to pull every trick in the book oh in the God. first leg. That fucking car can climb out of a tree. Yeah. Like, I mean, it Jurassic goes through Park. everything. And the shenanigans that happen with Jim Carroll and Tennessee are the co-drivers. They limp through the last leg, and Herbie oh. is missing two wheels. 
Um, he leads them down into a, um, a mine, and this guy who's picking coal out of a mine doesn't even notice hundreds like, of cars go by him. This is funny. He's just like, <laughs> I'm a miner, doing my mining. Doing I mean, you just want a picture, you picture of the mine chef, you just want to see Zoolander. <laughs> Come on, surprise! Um, but the, uh, so the, uh, he arrives and claims that, uh... And they get back in a wagon wheel? Yeah, there's a wagon wheel attached. But let's talk about one part, though. They're in the mine. Jim has the foresight to be able to say, okay, wait, we're in the wrong spot, but here's a mine shaft. So they all get out of the car. They put oh. Herbie up there, and they raise up the mine shaft, and they race down the mountain and still in the front. Oh, so the they got lost because I remember seeing the bad guys switching the signs like in a friggin' cartoon. Right. Yeah, did you hear they switched they the arrow? Yeah, they switched the arrows, but every car Classic. goes up, but they're the only one to figure that out. You know, everything goes wrong. They do this bump, which reminded me of the chariot race in, uh, in Ben-Hur. <laughs> uh, and then, you know, they go through all this, and it's just... Um, they're at the campsite later on, and then, you know, like, well, he gave it all he could. I don't think we're going to be able to do this. But then, you know, Thorndike... Kirby ain't right after that... Le- after no. rolling out of a tree. Yeah. No, that was in the next day. Oh, okay. That was the next day. That's not there yet, but he loses both his wheels because he's um, basically, they're almost at the edge of the cliff, uh, which, they, yeah, and then, um, so Carol and Tennessee had to balance out on the edge, what? and they had to ride on two wheels, and, you know, it just, I mean, I'm thinking, please, Carol, don't fart. And he, 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 I gotta write that one down and keep it in my glove compartment. But the, right? Yeah. The, um, but he has so much good go, you know, they're, they're, they're getting on, they get there, they get across this, and then, um, Thorndike gets, uh, gets there, he's like, well, you know, I'm the new owner of the car. Fine, it's mine. It was like, we made a deal with Mr. Wu that if you wouldn't complete the race, I win. You know, I win if he didn't win. And then, you know, they're like, nope, Herbie comes back to life and chases him away. <laughs> and that's one of the scenes I really wanted Harvey Corman to play. And I, uh, I would have been so... What What do you mean we didn't want that? No, it is my car. <laughs> it's like, uh, just, he would have been so good. But, um, so, next day comes up. Herbie almost runs into, uh... Thorndike's car, but then, you know, kind of a callback to the Lamborghini scene. Mm. Slightly, but they're like, no, 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 it's okay. So, Homicidal tendencies? Yeah, so they, they bring him back, and yeah, maybe he is related to Christine. <laughs> um, one scene that was my favorite is a split in the road, and he's a little further ahead, so they put a tree on the other... Um, they bring down this big old the log. Old log. Uh, they try to go ahead and get him, but Herbie gets around that and then basically eats the two of them no, out no, of Thorndike's car. Thorndike, I thought he just ate uh, Thorndike. But yeah. he, he, he straight up eats him. Yeah. And just sits there. <laughs> or they open up the glove kit bar. He's like, get me out of here. Get me out of here. <laughs> that was funny. Carol's like, ah! And they let him out. They let him out of the front, and he's walking away. And they just, 
<laughs> calls for the assistant. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, I can't explain the walk. It's just a visual. You got to see. It's hilarious. It's like something you would do. Yeah. Like, it reminded me of, you know, like when you're a kid and you try to climb down the stairs on your butt. Yeah. Almost. But then when I was just, a kid, hell. <laughs> but, but just uh, falling forward, too. Yeah. Something just, very you like, would uh, do. Oh, the bear! Yeah. Oh, yes! There's a bear! <laughs> yeah, so they try to get around. You get some ingenious shortcuts. They get out of the... They're, they're getting around the there. sniveling assistant, anyways? Uh, I don't know, but he reminded me of the dude from Hey Dude, but... He reminds me of a cartoon henchman. Yeah. Always sucking up, always getting treated like crap. Yeah. Uh, they, um... There, there's one scene, yeah, that part's really funny... They get off the road, and then uh, Thorndike is in this lake, and then his assistant's out of the way for a bit, and a bear climbs into his car, and Herbie's on his way. They're on their way ahead, but he starts driving with the bear, and the bear's like, well, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm a bear. <laughs> you mean it takes him forever to notice there's a fucking bear? Yeah, he's got mud all over his goggles. He's like, can you get me something to wipe these? And the bear does it, wipes it, and he still doesn't notice notice and then he's covered the bear's covered with a map and then he's like don't you know directions it's like haven't you heard anything of a manicure it was habershaw uh have you done this but then they get out of the way oh man but then the um you know the, then there's a scene too where they're in the they're in the chinese stop area um and then you know the car is almost out of gas but then you know there's uh uh, Mr. Wu's nephews are like, no, well, we're not going to let this car get us. So they get him out of the way. This really old man is pouring the gas so slowly. Oh, but God. then Herbie comes up and they all go in and handle him really like, quickly. It's like you see the first guy and you think he's old. And then he's like, oh, uh, my father says blah, 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 some kind of proverb. And it's like, this guy's even older. And it's like, I kind of expected him to be like, well, my dad says or something. And then there'd be an even older, like a <laughs> nesting doll of increasingly elderly Dude. <laughs> yeah, but the uh, it reminds me of a scene from Married with Children, and there was one of the scenes with uh, Al had um he had a customer, and it was this really old lady and this old fat lady who just like, you know, obviously like a, like a Barbara Bush type, you know, this standard old lady of the 90s, and, you know, it's like, yo, I've been here, you're gonna have a piece of, I'm gonna have my mother talk to you, it's like, your mother, come on, and they're like, mom, and this other, like, really old, ancient lady walks in with a walker, and they're like, well, I don't have the money to pay this man, and the older lady turns to the door, and she goes, mom, do you have the money? Oh my god. And this other wicked older lady <laughs> walks over with like, she looked like basically like a prune. She's so wrinkly. And they're like, well, I don't have the money. And then she turns and goes, Mom! And then Ed O'Neill's face is just like, what the frig? Like, I don't remember the exact name, but oh, it was so funny. Yeah, I it was, see that. No, but it reminded me of that. It was great. But the, um, and then, you know, now they get through all that. Uh, Thorndike is neck and neck. They're about to get up there, but they're trying to make up for lost time. They get on the second leg, and they approach. They're just about to approach the finish line, but what happens here is there's a bit of dogfighting because Herbie starts to split in two. 
Yeah, he's not in good shape. No. And, um, no, Tennessee starts welding them together because apparently that's what you do is you keep a welding kit with you. Yeah, all three of them. And, um, Carol and him, they're in the car now. Yeah, they're all together and they're all trying to take care of things. But, you know, Thorndike gets ahead and then the car splits. But the second half of the car starts barreling ahead. Ah. There, at that point, they're like, "Well, I don't really know. I don't know what's happening. I don't know." But ah, well. you know, and then you know, the third, you know, Tennessee's like, "Okay, fine. Let's just see where this goes." Oh God, I keep thinking, is he gonna fall out and die? <laughs> well, obviously not in this kind of movie, but just like in real life. <laughs> no, here, but he just straps in. How is that like, going okay. faster? Not here, but he wins just by thread, just a little bit. They get it. Not really. Just by I there. just want to say no. Well, actually, I think it was the it was the rear of the car, so never mind. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this part, but then I'm gonna back up because we, you just said something that reminded me of something of why they named him Herbie. Oh yeah. Uh, but the um, so in accordance with the wager, what happens? You know, Thorndike lost. So what happens is Thorndike's car dealership is now Mister Woo's. So it's now an enterprise there, but Tennessee is now his assistant, and Thorndike and Habershaw are relegated to lowly mechanics, Aww. and they spray oil on each other. I shouldn't say lowly, but I don't think they would like that job. Yeah, but they they're just mechanics there. They're of you know wearing there, but it it's kind of weird because they're wearing it now. They gotta wear the uniform because they proudly wore that T crest. You know, for a while there to go with the T, everything had a T on it. Now it just does. Now it has the Wu, you know, has the Tang Wu thing. Um, that was probably caught on there. Oh, that's something we can't edit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the um. I don't care. <laughs> I, I I am like a car. I have fuel, and sometimes I backfire. I mean, sometimes she backfires, dude. Don't try to say nothing about that much. Hey, Dave, hey, sometimes I do too. You want to hear me do it? No, no, we got neighbors oh, downstairs. Oh, wait, back in a bit. No, 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 it's, it's. Ah, uh, uh, that sounds like. I I'm so sorry. Like a foghorn of some kind. Like <laughs> we are about to be eaten by Morlocks. <laughs> So, um, Thorndike, um, Thorndike now, he's just a lowly mechanic, and then, uh, meanwhile, a Herb- lowly mechanic? Well, it's in the notes, but... Oh, okay. Herbie is, uh, heading off, heading off and chauffeuring Jim and Carol away on their honeymoon. And, oh. uh, Tennessee, by the way, where are you going on your honeymoon? I don't know, Herbie hasn't told us yet. And they're just the moral of the story now is just to turn your life over to technology as much as you can. Yay! I knew Uh, it! Because it's just a lot easier that way because they can even plan where you go. Matchmaking. Matchmaking heaven. Let the computers rule the world. Yeah, so backing up a bit here though. uh, (laughs) Hey, uh, Barr, would you mind taking this one? Oh. Hey, now, sure, I think I know what you're going to say. It's how it was made, right? i tell you how much I was made because, you know, there was uh, the owner of mine right there, the garage that I live in, he had a good old bar. His name was, you know, Jim Mean. 
Then Mean had a bar. You know Mean? He said, I'm going to go see the bar. And they know what was sitting Mean. I said, hey, my name's Bar. <laughs> so Herbie was named after Tennessee's uncle. He was a middleweight boxer. And I tell you, he eventually had, you know, his nose punched in so much, it kind of reminded him of the hood of the, uh, the beetle. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. He's the beetle. So, uh, that about takes it here. So, uh, Bar, we're going to actually go ahead and send you back. And we're going to finish up this and one. And later on, so. we'll grab you again so you can clean the fucking carpet. Well, don't you mind it that much. I got something. I want to go ahead and help you all out. I feel also awful sorry about all this. Mm. So, uh, want to thank you so much. This is so much fun. And really, it's just it's a pleasurable movie. I hope it lives on again and again. And you know what? There Maybe someday sequels. that they're going to go ahead and have a nice little redhead be a part of it, too. Oh, God. Right? No, no, dude, we're, we're really... Let's not get into that one. You can uh, just dream. Just just dream. Well, if somebody has a new car and happens to be Herbie, you know, I think that'd be pretty cool. Oh, yeah, no, actually, that wouldn't be so bad. All right, sir, so thank you so much. Uh, we're going to send you back through where you came from. You see the white light right there? And let me go ahead and just do something right for you there. So have a good time. Yeah, whatever. So have a good time. Go back where you came from, and we'll see you later. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Ah, wow, our, our living room seems so spacious now. He cleaned everything. He was magic all along? That little southern dude ain't so bad. You think he's in the middle of a garage somewhere? I don't know. Or something, or... I hope he wasn't stripped out and made into a mechanical man or something. He, what, you think he's going to come back for a cameo? Uh, who, who knows? Or stripped out or changed or something like 50 years later. Well, I mean, it is getting warmer. Hopefully we're going to have those car shows. I don't want to have, like, you know, it's like, you oh, know, like here's Sam Whisper. like, hey, 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 it's me, Bar. Like, <laughs> what you the just hell? hate seeing, being recognized. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, sometimes. So... Honestly, I think this movie I would absolutely highly recommend. Uh, this was such a... Such a good time. So good. Yeah. What'd you think? I thought it was cute. Yeah. I watch it again, really do that. So, I would say, I mean, it's, this has had so many remakes um well, in general so, so it's well somewhere just sequels but yeah sequels remakes redone there's been other stories tv shows i think you saw too oh the wiki said um it lasted five <laughs> episodes yeah uh, i would say um i would, what would say for fantasy casting i don't know well uh, we already talked about harvey corman yeah, Harvey Corman definitely in place of that. I would say, um, if you want to have anybody in the Jim Douglas role, I mean, I would say somebody who's got a pl Oh, I know exactly who. Mm -hmm. Nicholas Cage. Ah, <laughs> uh, he would do so good. <laughs> I am the winning of winning is of everything. Ah, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go ahead. And make this, I get, <coughs> Ooh. 
excuse me. I'm going to go ahead and make this my day. Um, and we'll hell with it. Might as well say the funny one to Tommy Wiseau. Oh, God. Oh, it would be great. Is that your go-to fa- joke? Oh, uh, well. Like mine is Quentin Tarantino remake. Yeah. Uh, Tommy Wiseau just... <laughs> Oh, you know, it's really, it's all mine, and you know we're going to win this. I totally... It you, sounds like bad Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah. Yeah, my throat's really dry, so I can't... Don't touch me, motherfucker. Okay, there we go. <laughs> you know, I'm going to win this, and you know, if I do, I win El Dorado. He sells it back to me for a dollar, you know, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Mark. <laughs> uh, or the, uh, but, um... Well, yeah, I would say Nicolas Cage would definitely be a great Jim Douglas one. one I and, um, <laughs> okay, I got something. Okay, cool. What do you got? What if Tarantino remade it, but as a with featuring Christine as an enemy, <laughs> or or maybe trying to get Herbie to come to the dark side because he's already kind of karmicidal. He, that would have some fantastic music. He ate a guy and he murdered a car. Um, yeah. Yeah, that would have some fantastic music on there because Quentin Tarantino soundtracks are usually phenomenal. Oh, and and maybe the Death Proof car makes a cameo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's the grizzled old mentor for Herbie. Yeah, no, I would definitely agree. And he likes to hang out with his wacky friend Doomy from the Netherworld. Yeah. And chase dogs. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> uh, the, uh, <laughs> I would say really if you had this would be the, um, this would be the theme. The. Yeah. Yeah, it was something like that. That'd be funny. Uh, it would uh, <laughs> kill Bill with cars. Uh, <laughs> death proof? No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, done right would be death proof. Done wrong would be some sort of Brazilian remake. Um, uh, the, the little yeah. cars or something? Yeah, or something stupid. So, hell, I would say this is... Go see the rent this movie. It's available on Amazon as of right now. This recording, you know, pretty dirt cheap. Herbie, the uh, it's um the love bug. Yeah, build this three different movies. Uh, you can look at it as Herbie, uh, Herbie the love bug, or the love bug, and any three of those you probably you'll find it. And it is it is just awesome. I got two fun questions. Sure. All right, say we, you had to replace Herbie with another kind of inanimate object that gains life and tries to, I don't know, met, play matchmaker or whatever. What would be, like, the worst, most hilarious or whatever choice? I'd try that again, so if there was an inanimate object that... Like a toaster. Yeah. Like a toaster that has to put people together, put, bring couples together. The love toaster. I would say if you want to do it in the modern day, you have, like, you have, um, you do it in a senior citizen home, and you have a, you have, a walkers that do it. <laughs> Walker, Texas Ranger? <laughs> yeah. Girl, Walker, te- Walker Texas Matchmaker. Oh, my God. But just have some, like, some old couples and, like, these two walkers that are suddenly starting to walk together really slowly, <laughs> you know, out of the control of these two old people. Would there like, be a big race? 
<laughs> walking, you know, walking down the hallway trying to race to the pudding station. Mmm, pudding. Hair which actually is one of the reasons why I look forward to getting old, because so much pudding. Ah, oh, but would it give you, like, the poops? Oh, I don't care. Pudding. I don't care. I love pudding. Yeah. But at that point, I, I I don't know. I think that's a really good one. What about you? Like the, My, uh, well, I thought of a, the toaster that writes names in the, burns names <laughs> into the toast, maybe? Or it shows a picture that could be just a random pattern, or it could be your future date. <laughs> and then some teen girls steal it for a slumber party. Because they don't feel like burning candles and making, seeing the, what was, the the game, I guess, I remember it from, like, The Simpsons or something. This will be your future husband's profession, and there's a, wa- a janitor? Yeah, oh, the oh, mystery date? No, no, it was a thing in The Simpsons that, I think Lisa and, and Sherry and Terry were at a sleepover party. Yeah, it was like some form melting of... Melting wax into yeah. a water. Oh, yeah, I vaguely remember that, but I think... Uh, yeah, um, very, very vaguely. Yeah, I, I think... I just imagine if there, if you had that toaster, but it suddenly just starts printing out dick pics. Oh, God. Or just really, like, prints out random phone numbers. Ooh. Or something, you just start texting it. Mother just, Teresa's. Yeah. You got <laughs> the wrong here. message. It, was, uh, it wasn't your date. It was... It yeah. placed Jesus. Like, well, oh, this girl's if you've... Cheese. Uh, for those who are listening here, they do that. If you haven't seen it yet, I would strongly suggest, because we're talking about toasters, it just entered my mind, uh, look up the, uh... Powdered Toast Man. N- Powdered Toast Man, because that, if you don't know what that is, it's hilarious, but the, uh, one thing that's passed around Facebook is the internet video is Woman, woman with Haunted Toaster. <laughs> And this woman who supposedly, like, she has a, a toaster that says Satan lives. And, like, the end of it, like, it starts shooting out flames. And she's like, well, that was new. Like, it, it is absolutely hilarious. It, uh, and um, that's really it. Honestly, I mean, My Herbie, other question. Oh, yeah, go on. Oh, yeah. What would the porno parody be like? I didn't think you were going to bring that up. Of course I was. Oh, uh, we were I talking about it earlier, but I just, uh, I didn't think you were really going to do it. Of course. I, you let's go to the ads. Well, ah. it, come on. This this has porno parody written all over it. Because, you know, they make out point. I don't know what they called it in yeah. there. But. I don't know, really. I don't know. It hurt, um, yeah. She'd be, I don't know, I think it would end up with a gangbang in the, um, in Herbie, be, but Herbie would get jealous of, um... It'd be a clown porno? Or all oh, be God! In, they'd all be <laughs> in, no! Right. You just gave just a the bunch of cl- ideas. <laughs> see a bunch of clowns go out of Herbie, and Herbie's like, <laughs> Oh, gross, now, I'm th- now it's turned into a clown porn. Ew! You gave the internet ideas. Thanks a lot. <laughs> you just ruined the internet. Yeah. Well, it's <laughs> uh, it's there. I don't know. You just can't stop. Yeah. It, I don't know. It would be something. It'd be something incredibly German that I don't think we'd be able to see. 
I was just thinking, like, Wood Rocket. Because they do all the real bad, cheap porno parodies of movies and shit. <laughs> Thanks, Brad Jones. Uh, for covering those. <laughs> oh, well. Alright, I think we can wrap up here now. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I don't want to discuss this anymore now that you've brought <laughs> clown car porn into existence. <laughs> Happy to do so. Uh, reminder again, this is sponsored by Ultimate Health oh. and Nutrition. Oh, jeez. Uh, Steve's probably listening to that at that point, probably laughing his ass off at that point. So Then hopefully. you put him out of business because that'll be fitnessy. You no, know? it's not. How to not. get rid of your ass is laugh it off. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, uh, anyways. Ultimate Health and Nutrition, like we did, we just did a racing movie. Um, if you want to do great workouts like racing, you need to have the right fuel in your car and you need to have the right gas in your tank. Not Irish coffee. No. Um, so if you need to get fit and you need tips for it, if you're in the Fall River area on Pleasant Street, there's Ultimate Health and Nutrition. Go see these dudes. They know everything under the sun that you'll need to have in order to reach your goals. They certainly helped me when I started out. And now as my own personal trainer, I send all my clients to them. Uh, They do awesome work and they got everything from every kind of protein, every kind of supplement, fat burner, uh, pre-workout, branch chain amino acid and everything in between. Nutrition bars, protein bars, protein cookies as well. Um, so go check them out. They're certainly, uh, great friends of the show. Thank you, Steve. Um, so if there, if you want to find us, you can look us up on Facebook at movie theater time machine or email us at G on uh, movie theater time machine at gmail.com. You can look us up on Twitter at, uh, MT time machine. And, um, you also remiss without mentioning he's not here. Get better, Bob, man. Get better. Feel better, dude. Uh, you can go talk to Bob at MTTM Bob. Um, that he can go ahead and, uh, he'll talk with you as well. He certainly likes that. So wish him well over there as well, too. And also, you can check us out on YouTube. At Kaz Foxen, my channel. K-A-Z-F-O-X-S-E-N. And what you'll have there is we have fitness videos, we have art videos, gaming videos, and we also, uh, every once in a while we do cover, uh, we do film, you know, getting ready for this show as well. So, um, and then you can follow us on Instagram, Movie Theater Time Machine as well. Um, so there's all of our social media stuff, so. And get merchandise at Zazzle. Oh, yes, yes, that too, yeah. With my logo. Yeah. Designed for the show. Yeah, our logo and everything. You can certainly go ahead and spend money to have swag for the show if you like this. Um, we certainly love to see you uh, with that, too. And if you'd like to be a guest on the show for whatever, um, for any time, please let us know. Through any one of those channels. Can we do that, like, through a phone? Yeah, if why not? Do we have the technology? We could. Ah. Yeah. We could. We could do something through Skype or something. Um, all right, so that really does it. So we want to thank you very much that for listening. Does uh, this here has been a part of Wacky Races Month, so um, keep a lookout next week for our next episode. We'll see you next Saturday, and certainly enjoy this of Herbie the Love Bug, 1968. I highly recommend this one. So much fun. Good night, folks. Good night. Don't forget to say your special line.
Be good. Take care of yourselves. But don't be too good. Ah, the song. I love kitty cats. I make up words, but they're always about cats. Madge <laughs> is a cat that I know. She smells like bread, and she's got a squishy head. 